0: speaking the truth to the state capitol this is drive time lincoln with the commander jack riggins on the voice of lincoln fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN.
1: here we go may six the day after cinco de mayo two days after may the fourth be with you i'm jack riggins host of drive time lincoln johnny cadillac is producing the show like always got an exciting show for you today uh, two candidates first Travis filing running for district three County commissioner. And then the second half of the show, uh, Bob Boer running for secretary of state. Uh, I just want to say real quick to the crew upstairs here at KLIN. Alexis has deemed me the noble steed from Shrek part two. I think that's a good thing, folks. I think that's a good thing, but actually Alexis, I appreciate that. Uh, Travis Filing, welcome back. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me back. For me, it's interesting because I just had one of your opponents on, yeah. and and so it's kind of like <clears throat> quick back-to-back. Before we get to your interview, I, w- I just want to say this, and I've been saying it all week. The Lancaster County Republican Party has a straw poll to help uh, get voters educated, help get voters excited about going out and vote. Uh Charles W. Herbster is leading that at sixty two percent for the gubernatorial race. Tracy Reford, at eighty one percent for the uh the uh Treasure. Treasurer. Yeah, thank you, Travis. Huh? Travis, <laughs> you're holding strong at twenty four percent with Matt Schulte right now leading that uh, in your race. And the newest one is the Secretary of State here in Lancaster County. Uh, our guest uh Robert Bohr, Bob Bohr is seventy seven percent. So those nice. polls, you know. I I still think Charles Herbster had the best line. I read that to him, and he said, I don't care about the polls. I just go out and campaign, and, and you know, you got to take that with a grain of salt, folks. Travis, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, buy, that's, buy, that's all you lakes. can
0: do. I mean, Hillary Clinton was in front of every poll out there, so you've you got to get out there and vote and let your voice be heard, you know? Uh, um,
1: final, final leg of your candidacy, I don't mean yep. to cut you off, nope. but I, I, when I was talking with Deb Shore, um, I have designated your race for Lancaster County District 3 between the GOP, the, the Nebraska Nice or the Nebraska Nasty.
0: Yeah, it's gotten a little on, without bit a doubt. Nasty. I mean, every time you turn on the radio, you turn on TV, all you hear are these, these dang politicians um, just spouting something off that's totally inaccurate, um, and it is, honestly, I need a shower. It's the most frustrating thing. Even driving in, I heard uh, Pete Ricketts on this station going, uh, vote for Jim Pillen, and he's going to cut taxes, and he's going to, whoa, 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 pardon me, sir. You're the governor. Uh, What the hell have you done about it in seven years?
1: Well, I will say to defend the governor, he did pass a historic tax thing in this last go. Finally. Okay. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Finally. But now he's handing it off to... For someone else to finish, it's frustrating. It is just frustrating as all get out. But yeah, I question mean, question
1: I have you—you you have been a friend of the show, educating me and bringing in outside experts that have fought uh, wind farm and solar and those type yeah. of things. And I appreciate that. And I know that's a big part of where you're at out there. Um, one of the things um, I know the LCRP Central Committee had a meeting in Hickman as well as Oto County. So this is bigger than just you know this talk show and your race. There's right. been people meeting. Um, Were you at that?
0: I've been at every single meeting. Yeah. And you know who wasn't? Neither of my opponents. And that was something frustrating, too, that as I listened to her on the radio, she says, I'm looking forward to attending more of those. Um, Which ones did you attend? Because you weren't at any of the ones that we had. So every single meeting that was out there, she wasn't there. And that's frustrating as all get out. Because you're, you're, you're making it out. This is what politicians do they make it out to be something that it's not and they they assume that no one's either no one's going to call them on it or no one's going to go out there and do the research i'll tell you the most frustrating thing that that came out of that interview for me was she said that she's not taken any money from next era and flat out that's a lie so
1: now you- i know i know because i asked her I asked her about uh, Nebraska New Energy Pact and right. I, and I referenced um her campaign donation as well as uh, Flower Day and Invest who right. are also commissioners and they had as democrats they had significant chunk of change and she answered that for me but to that you say
0: that's it's something she, different she yeah she said she said she's never taken money from NextEra but she took money from this New Energy Economy Pack and here's the thing. So when you look through, this is the pack. who funded that, that political action committee?
1: Uh, folks, according to the Nebraska Accountability and Disclosure Commission, Nextera Energy Resources, that is in a legal document staring me in the face right yeah, now. Yeah, and
0: these aren't my numbers. These aren't my documents. Go to nadc.gov, and it's right there. You just start typing it in and looking. Here's the other thing. Is this these donations came in in the last week of december thirty one thousand nine hundred and fifty dollars right, and so there were five checks written to three county commissioners, totaling thirty one thousand nine hundred and fifty dollars so vest and uh Flower Day and Deb Shore all got money directly from well not indirectly from. Next era. these That's the simple fact of it.
1: Oh, boy. You know, I think the uh, KLIM boss lady is going to say, uh, Mr. Drive Time Lincoln, you need to dig a little deeper, maybe. Um, as I see it right now, that is. A little bit eye-opening. Let's dig deeper. Uh, <laughs> so you know me. I, I wanna, no, no. Okay, go you ahead, know go me. Ahead. I have time. never
0: walked into this studio without a pile of information to I back know. up everything that I say. And we've sat here for an hour or better after an interview as I run you through all of my information.
1: Would you like to be, if you don't win, um, the information like uh, overlord of KLI Android? Oh, yeah. Informants?
0: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: He does bring a lot I of I will when I do win. Fair. Fair. <laughs> because this is
0: it. We have to start taking back our politics from the president all the way down to dog catcher. Because these politicians are just lie through their teeth. They'll tell us anything that we want to hear. And they're making the assumption that we are not going to go and check and, and do our due diligence.
1: Before we go deeper, because I know you're going to and you want to, and I want to give you the platform, I, I love to have my listeners in. What's your plan to hold others on the board accountable, but also while working with them for the common good of the county?
0: Well, here's the thing. So I've already started a website called LancasterMoney.com, right? And, and once I'm elected, I'm going to update this thing every single week and let everybody know who's voting for what, how it's being voted on, and uh, you know where your money is going. Because the people need to take the power back. And we need somebody who's willing to step up to the plate and go through the work and show everybody who is supporting what and what is happening within your county.
1: Fair. Um, folks, I also want to remind you, uh, callers, no need to call in. We've got candidates all the way through today, Monday. Then we have a three-hour primary show with Jack and friends and the l crew today. Five hours. Whatever Wednesday will be totally open next week. Call in, post whatever about your friends, your primary, whatever. We will get back to phone lines once we get through candidates. Travis filing right now, running for District 3 uh, County Commissioner. Yeah.
0: So, let's dig deeper on all this. One other thing that she said is that uh, there is no official information being handed out about this wind farm that's coming out in Panama. Okay? So... Right there is a postcard and a packet that I got mailed right to the mayor of Panama from the FAA about this wind farm that's coming. So now tell me, did the FAA go, well, let's get a hold of the mayor of Panama, you know, because it's such a big, important job. And we're not going to worry about the county commissioners. We don't have to tell them. That's an insane statement. If I know about it, every elected office, it came to my official office. From the FAA. You can't tell me it didn't come to the county commissioners because it did.
1: A a reasonable person would say that if the mayor of Panama is getting letters about this from the FAA, so are city and county officials in this county. Everybody Uh, is getting them. That would be reasonable.
0: They got them in Odo County. So why wouldn't they get them here?
1: That slides the needle a little more to it's more likely than not that people are getting the information yeah. in government positions because they have to they have to tell everybody what's happening
0: woo yeah. and and then there there's there's even a full page ad that came out of the newspaper about next era and the Panama wind project so this isn't a secret we all know about this we all know it's coming i just don't understand why we're pretending that we didn't uh, our county commissioners didn't get paid because they got paid by him
1: you know when i've dug into this um, do you remember jack reacher the first one and uh... russian ukrainian kind of evil actors are moving in city by city to get construction contracts and they're pushing people out and and i'm not saying any of this is to that level it was a movie but it 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 highlighted corruption and how it's done by buying people off and using the legal system, and uh, I have to say, every time I go down this rabbit hole, I start to think of that, and I'm like, "What has happened here?"
0: Yeah, it, it, is. it, it is. But then
1: again, it was voted on by the county commission commissioners, and um, and there's a large Democratic majority there, and it you know it smells like a green plan,
0: right? And the Republicans are getting paid, so it, this isn't just a Democrat thing. This is it, – it's not it's not a Democrat-Republican thing. It's a politician thing. The politicians, like I said, either she didn't know what was going on or she didn't care. It's got to be one of the two.
1: Interesting. I want to ask you about infrastructure because I've had the uh, county engineer, Pam Dingman, on many, many times. And she, like you, has laid out a very compelling case of the deficit of just years of degre- degradation of culverts, roads, bridges – and, and there is a gap, meaning you can't solve the gap in, in one budget cycle. No. How would you propose going about solving that gap so in five to ten years we're back up and we are pr- pr- producing with all of our tax money, because we have a lot, yeah. the ability to take good care of our county folks and their infrastructure?
0: So I've gone through, and I, I mean, I've got a plan and it's starting to cut wasteful spending we are giving away millions of dollars in special interest groups Um we keep continuing to raise uh... the budgets for health and human services i mean these are all important things but we have neglected our roads and bridges out in the county and they're falling apart i mean the one that just closed down this is this what kills me about the arpa funds like i said before we had a chance to hit the reset button County commissioners didn't do it. Uh, My other opponent, Matt, he was uh, running around saying we should put it all in roads and bridges, and then he walked it back, which means he didn't read it. It can go in roads and bridges because it can go for box culverts, that one bridge that Mm -hmm. I brought you pieces of it. That can be replaced with a culvert, with a box culvert. That can get covered under ARPA, and it's um, scour critical, which means stormwater is eroding it away. So it can be fixed with ARPA funds. I mean,
1: I, hey, folks, I've dug into ARPA funds, and I've told you this before: a vast majority of Lincoln Lancaster County ARPA funds have gone to social programs.
0: Almost all of them. The second half came out, and it went from we were given fifteen million dollars to special interests. So ARPA comes into to uh, the, you get the first half in your first you know fiscal budget, and then the following fiscal budget, you get your second half. They spent another $6 million, bringing the total to $21 million given to special interest groups. And this is crazy. $62 million, and we gave a third of it to special interest groups.
1: Mm. Yeah, this is nuts. Uh, Travis, I probably have about two minutes. Uh, All right. What do you want to tell? Oh, we got three three minutes. Bonus. So we're good. Um, Give me some other highlights and things you want the listeners to know and and for people who... You want to vote for you. Just,
0: we need to stop falling for all these politicians. Where's the plan? Both of my opponents are coming out. Well, I mean, our current county commissioner is telling us all is well. And she's killing it, right? And then my other opponent has no plan. And he's throwing some weird, obscure numbers out there, like the budget is up 178% over 10 years over the you know, inflation. Right? How do you calculate that? ten years ago our budget was hundred and fifty four million dollars this year it's two hundred and two roughly twenty five percent do we really need to start throwing around phony numbers and what's what's the plan where are we cutting i have done i've gone through all this budget i have done video after video showing places where i'm gonna cut and move it into right now roads and bridges and our sheriff's department and our veterans. If you if
1: you are elected and again you'd have to get the vote. Yep. But what do you think percentage-wise you could cut? Ballpark. Uh about 25%. Wow.
0: Yeah. I it, we're wasting that much money. Really? We are wasting that much money.
1: And like I said, you saw me carrying around all yeah. I last 10 budgets I've read every line. Yeah, you look like a uh, you. You either look like you're uh, heading off to a, a deep intelligence brief in Washington, <laughs> or um, you're a professor at the university who's about to lay the smackdown <laughs> right. on, on the student body with your information. Yeah, and and it's it's been useful, I think, for you. It's certainly useful on this show to understand it. Um, where can the listeners find you if they're uh, still like, who is this
0: guy? Yeah, go online filingforcommissioner.com. dot com. Uh, That's my website. From there, you can go to my social media. Um, That's the easiest place to find me. My personal cell phone number is on everything. My palm cards, my website. Call me. I mean, I've got horrible insomnia. That's how I can read all this stuff. I'm up all
1: hours. Well, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're yeah. going to be a politician, we can get more out of you.
0: <laughs> I am not going to be a politician.
1: <laughs> no, I'm going to be a representative. A, a, a representative, elected officials, what I should have said, uh, because you. you and I, and I think most people around, especially all these candidates running for office, politician is a word that nobody really likes, representative of the people. And, yeah, and that's the politicians
0: fair. don't mind it, but I am not one of those.
1: Fair enough. Travis Filing, uh, running for District 3, County Commissioner. Thanks, as always, yeah, for coming
0: thank in. thank you. I'm excited for the better Bob, too. Yeah, This will be an interesting interview. Well, we
1: got we got uh, Bob Bohr running for Secretary of State on in the second half of the show. 1,499.3 KLI.
0: You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1,499.3 KLIN.
1: All right, uh, May 6th, uh, we just finished up the first segment with Travis Filing running for District 3 County Commissioner. Uh, that's the most uh, hot race, if you will, if you're watching Lancaster County GOP politics right now at the local level. Um, and we've had the candidates on, Deb Shore, Matt Schulte, all multiple times. Um, and, of course, we wish them all the best of luck. But interesting information always coming out. You will have to decide Tuesday night. Um, just once again, I want to remind you, Tuesday night, we're really excited. We're going to have a crossover KLIN election night coverage at Drive Time Lincoln. We will be on 5 to 7. We have Bud Seinhorst coming in to discuss data uh, he's uh, our friend from LIBA and data as it relates to elections, JL Spray to talk elections and voting and the way that goes. They've both been on the show, um, obviously conservative. And then the county party chair for the Republican Party, Eric Underwood, will be on in the second hour along with Hannah Roboluski from the Lancaster County Democratic Party and Charlene Legone from the Sarpy County uh, Democratic Party, just to talk about races that they're excited about and what's going on in their uh, particular parties. And then we'll have the crossover hour with Jack Mitchell, myself, first time ever on air. Everybody's thinking there's going to be fireworks. I don't know why Jack Mitchell and I get along great. Um, I would say Caleb Henry and I have a lot of political discussions, and they're very good. Of course, Mark Vale will be in, too, and Johnny Cadillac. Hey, the other thing you need to pay attention to this weekend, big news in election integrity. If you haven't heard about Zuckerbucks, Zuckbucks, it happened in Lancaster County. There's a great movie out there called Rigged by David Bossie. 2,000 Mules is coming out. Go to uh, 2,000mules.com to get registered to see that tomorrow night. 1,499.3. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander Jack Riggins on the voice
0: of Lincoln 1499 3
1: KLIN. All right, we're back uh, with uh, Bob Bohr running for Secretary of State. Uh, real quick, I was talking about election integrity and some of the great. Shows that are out there now, uh, rigged by David Bossy, breaks down Zuckerbucks across the nation. If you recall, we had that influence on our election here in Lancaster County. 2,000 Mules is the one getting all the hype. Go to 2,000mules.com. It streams virtual premiere tomorrow uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern. So you can go buy a, a ticket and stream in and watch that. Pretty big deal. A lot of the leftists, they have a national kickback That they're calling in and they're telling everybody. And they're saying, oh, the fidelity of the GPS isn't enough. Uh, So, therefore, this is all not true. All right, I'm going to say this again. We have used this technology in the military. And I can tell you what closet you're in, in a house. The United States Air Force can drop a bomb in whatever corner of a window it wants. Not the window. Corner, we have the capability, this type of fidelity in a GPS signal through cell phones absolutely tells you where a human being is, period, end of story. Bob Bohr, welcome to Drive Time, Lincoln. Thank you,
2: Commander. It's always great to be with you.
1: Oh, Secretary of State, you signed up late, um, but I see that you have a huge digital platform and you've been
2: traveling the state. uh, house campaigning been going for you? Fantastic. We are riding a wave across the state of pissed-offness. We're out there preaching the Declaration, principles of the Declaration, founding fathers, our own state constitution. Everybody's pissed off about the stolen 2020 election and the trampling of their God-given, inherent, and inalienable rights over the last two years. People are pissed off. And, And I'm the beneficiary. When you're out talking, do, what do you get a sense of
1: people? I would suspect people that support you do know the constitution, but in general, are there Nebraskans that are a little loose on what exactly is the constitution, the de- declaration of independence? You know, where the basis for like the whole system comes from.
2: Well, on the uh, conservative side of the uh the aisle, they're getting educated real fast. I don't know about the other side. I doubt it. I they're certainly not talking about it. I don't even know if they ex- if they know if it exists or not. Sure.
1: But conservatives, you see, are fully engaged and, and really motivated uh, to understand what's going on in this oh, topic.
2: They're all taking constitutional classes across the nation. I've been from uh, Gettysburg to Nebraska, and I've been on conference calls with Secretary of State around the country. And, yeah, those that... Want to are getting educated, and I would say most of the people on our side of the aisle are getting educated. They're ready to take their country back. Election integrity, I know the first time you were on the show,
1: and again, it was about three days after you had announced, and I haven't seen you since, um, was a big part of your campaign. And I talked to you briefly at that time Mm -hmm. about other uh, requirements, duties of the Secretary of State. Um, Trade, and trade missions is a big one as well. Yep. How do you foresee plans, platform items when it comes to
2: trade missions and and what you want to do for the people in Nebraska? Well, I've got I've got resources lined up to deal with that. But right now, I'm wondering what the incumbent is doing in regard to the potential for trade with Nebraska, given the uh, what's going on in the Ukraine. There are serious issues going on around the around the world with regard to food and 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 the makings of food shortages and nebraskans can benefit from that so
1: food shortages we've heard fertilizer shortages i mean these aren't fringe things folks this is starting to experts have talked about fertilizer having an impact and then things to market and so what you're saying is um... there is opportunity for nebraska and uh... farmers ranchers and nebraskans
2: to capitalize because of what we do Yep, huge opportunity. I've got somebody lined up as soon as uh, we uh, cross the finish line on uh, next Tuesday. God wi- God willing to uh, start digging deep into that issue.
1: Fair. Another one that was big, and I bring it up because I kind of got involved as well. As a matter of fact, it's how I met Natalie Weiss, um, you know, trans, LGBTQ plus activist, um, where the local Realtor Association had put out a very controversial document right after the vote of the Fairness Ordinance. And one of the things I didn't realize at the time, and I took a pretty strong stance and I thought it was pretty partisan, their
2: language, but the Secretary of State also oversees um That's right, real sits on the chair of the uh, Real Estate Commission. And so what you're talking about is that local, including friends of mine, were being threatened with fines for simply exercising their first amendment rights now where was the chairman of the real estate commission ie the current the incumbent secretary where where was he i I didn't see any action on his behalf or well, on, on his I, part on i, I do not behalf.
1: remember anybody getting engaged from a uh... elected or political office it was definitely fought out uh... through media and social media to i think try to get it to a standstill and it took it took a few weeks because another activist in that organization went and got the 18,000 signatures and started outing or doxing yep. other real estate agents hoping that their organizational bylaws would either fine them or worse Threaten them through these actions not to go out and support their constitutional right to have a
2: vote and say in the fairness ordinance. Yeah,
1: and I, I was really fired up about that. Now it it got tamped down, but it got tamped down by the people.
2: Yeah, I had people coming to me who were very afraid of their life of losing their livelihood. I have built this campaign on fighting for the God given, inherent, and inalienable rights of my fellow citizens. And Article 1, Section 1 of the Nebraska State Constitution says that those rights shall not be denied or infringed by the state or any subdivision thereof. Done. Done. Anybody tries to trample the rights of my, citizen, my fellow citizens in this state when I'm in elected office, they're going to hear about it. So you're saying you're going to be... I'm going to be I'm going to be I'm going to use the bully pulpit to the max. This is what we're going to This is what every elected official does. They take an oath to support that constitution and defend the rights of their fellow Nebraskans. Give me a break.
1: Uh okay, so let's go with this. I understand that. I hope the listeners do. Uh, you're talking about, you know, really transparency or representative of the people so let's talk about transparency because the secretary of states a big office and there's a lot that goes on from election integrity to trade missions and there's you know I mentioned real estate and I'm sure there's others how do you plan to be more transparent than what you've seen to the people
2: then what historically you view the office I am going to keep in touch with everybody that wants to be kept in touch with to let them know what's going on on a weekly if not daily basis this is what I've been doing for the last two years writing constantly public records request to hold government accountable while at the same time writing constantly educational newsletters to share with my fellow citizens so that they would have the courage and they would have the knowledge to stand up to this nonsense that we've seen over the last two years
1: Bob Borer on right now, running for Secretary of State, uh, really a grassroots uh, campaign, has gained a lot of traction. I don't know um, if you heard, I've been doing this for all the races, Lancaster County Republican Party um, released a straw poll, their final straw poll today. It actually has to do with your race. So this is Lancaster County, folks, and uh, Robert Borer is uh, winning that 77%. Um, That's got to make you feel good. It does. I mean, it makes me feel very good. But but I I will always say, and I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. I'm quoting Charles Herbster only because he was on
2: the show and he said this. I don't care about those struggles. And, you know, so take it for what it's worth. But it's a metric. I would say the same thing, but I I will also add this. (laughs) We, we have been, we have had great, this is, let me back up. I will let Tuesday speak for itself. What I know is this, we have great energy and great momentum. And we know that God is on our side because we is we are on his side. And some people might find that strange, but we're all about transparency, security in our elections, and protecting our right to self-government. How can you argue how can anybody argue no, with those? You
1: you can't argue from our founding and the constitution. Legislation. Um, there. Give me some of the legislation that, with regard to election integrity and some of the other things that came up in this legislative session that you supported or didn't support. You know, what were your thoughts?
2: I would say most of the election, so-called, so-called election integrity bills that came up, I was opposed to because they were they were just worthless. Worthless? How they were too strong, weak, didn't have enough. Let's let's take the uh, help help me understand that. Let's take um. Securing the Dropbox bill. Okay. (laughs) So that was pushed down from the incumbent, from the current secretary to Senator Clements. And I, they, they, you know, I, I'm, I work with these senators and they were asking me to support this bill. So I, I wrote Senator Groney on the side and said, uh, why should I support this bill? Tell me. So the next morning, he writes back and he says, I'm sorry, Bob. I just assumed that this was a good bill because it was sponsored by a colleague of mine. But after reading it, I wouldn't support it either because all it did was secure the drop box to the ground. That is not securing a drop box. You can, securing a block drop drops is putting somebody there to monitor it or putting a camera on it, but as we found as we Well I, minimum I would tell you and you, and you
1: if if you win your election will decide what is securing it but I, I would tell you it does have to be secured to the ground and it has to be monitored 24/7 In today's world CCTV's on a fantastic loop to a server easy day yep yeah, and yeah, and you're going to see that in tw- in 2000 mules
2: to be yeah, honest other but, places have done that but all of those drop boxes that, that you're going to see in 2000 mules they're sitting there nobody's stealing the the boxes what they're doing <laughs> is stuffing them with fake ballots so that this bill did nothing to to protect our elected franchise nothing whatsoever okay any other uh, bills that uh... Um, that you have looked at
1: you know in that in that category went through because there were and i think in fairness to the city secretary of state he has supported Certain bills, that being one of them, voter yeah. ID. I know, um, and um, I'm thinking of another one that the I think
2: Zuckerbuchs. Zuckerbuck's,
1: yes, yeah. and and I think so. And and you've got to support Zuckerbucks. Not having Zucker right, Bucks, right. You know Abs- what I mean? right, right,
2: absolutely. Absolutely, but I didn't, I didn't think that the a bill was required to get rid of Zuckerbuck's. Just tell your clerks and commissioners no. I mean, I mean that was offered to more than Lancaster County, as my understanding, and and two of them were smart enough to uh, refuse and one wasn't folks if you
1: don't, if you don't have any background on that it's it's real simple okay mark zuckerberg founder of facebook and his center for tech and civic life essentially a front organization to funnel out money to democratic type strongholds for the election the entire dnc for two years spent four hundred million or so on elections mark zuckerberg spent four hundred million in about four months yeah. Um, to bring Zuckerbuck's to the county. Let's go to election software real quick, because there was a bill late that I noticed. I think Senator Hilgers uh, or uh, Speaker Hilgers, maybe I could be wrong on that, but it, it had to do with um, some of the software and and different stuff used.
2: Yeah, I haven't looked at That's a more recent uh, okay. development. I've been too busy on the campaign trail that had to do with. Yeah, with. with...
1: I got you. You're yeah. out campaigning. Um, Talk to me about um, what your campaign is is seeing in this particular election for te- secretary of state. What is the biggest issue for the secretary
2: of state? Yeah, what, what the people are, are telling you. It's all it's it's one issue. It's one issue. It's the integrity of our elections. Um, th- that's th- a and, big one. And this is this. I mean. You may as well throw everything out, everything else out the door if we don't have integrity in our elections. Uh, integrity in our elections is what gives us consent of the governed. It gives it's what gives us government up by and for the people. You're not all those other divisions of the secretary's office. They're not going to mean a thing because the globalists are going to take care of those for you. They're going to tell you what you can and can't do. And they'll feed you your little stipend for the for you know on a monthly basis. We Hey, I get a stipend every year from our government. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, that, you, <laughs> military you retirement. You earn that. Right. No, all good. Uh, okay. And you still have your freedom. We're talking about taking our freedom. That's away.
1: true. I feel I do. And you know what, folks? I know enough of how to fight for it, too. I'll tell you that And, and I'm going to be right by your side. Um, one of the things, we only have about one minute, and we can roll a little bit. because I think this is important. Um, you have watched all this stuff and and been at the forefront of researching, and it it, it has got you motivated uh, to run for Secretary of State. But given the last year or two, if a similar situation happened to you as a
2: Secretary of State, what how would you handle it by being absolutely transparent? Now, is our time? Are we down? Yeah, to no, the keep, end of go, our time? keep going. Okay, I wanted to I wanted to go back to what you said about the about the uh, two thousand mules mm-hmm. and the the GPS data. Yeah. That GPS data has been converged with boxes that have video on them. That's the great thing about this. This is the most in-your-face evidence of election fraud, and, 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 and this alone is enough to account for stealing stealing that election. So if anybody is going to be ignorant after this, it's because they want to be willfully ignorant. This is in-your-face, undeniable evidence of massive Fraud. So
1: based on what you've seen and many others, I know there's a movement. If that same type situation in Nebraska were to have Secretary of State, are we talking about investigations? Are we talking about
2: absolutely. Um, hearings? Yeah, we've got the current Secretary on record as saying, I've run it all to ground, I've investigated it all, but when you ask him for an invest- the investigative report that documents it, all that investigation, there's nothing. So, uh, absolutely. I will be as transparent as the day is long and, and share everything I learned with with everybody you got 20 seconds to talk to your constituents robertjboer.com robertjboer.com for more information if you want election integrity if you love your freedoms and you love exercising your rights then i'm your candidate the incumbent secretary used the pandemic narrative to sign off on mass unsupervised dropbox and mail-in voting which undermined your elective franchise and your rights there we go. Two candidates today: Bob Bor and
1: Travis filing fourteen hundred ninety nine three KLIN. You're getting the four one one
0: from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN.
1: All right, we're finishing up here on uh, Friday, May sixth of note. Monday, current Secretary of State and candidate for Secretary of State Bob Evnen will be in. Also, Lieutenant John Glenn Weaver running for uh, District One. Um, Looking forward to that. I'm sure there'll be some fireworks there uh, because we've had Bob Boer on today and uh, that is a pretty contested race as you know. Uh, 2,000 mules, you gotta go see it. You really should. Um, I'm not gonna go and say um, you need to think when you watch those things election integrity, election integrity. We have to have election integrity in the United States of America. We have to have trust in that. This is going to Completely blow your mind and prove that that election had no integrity. And we got to fix it, folks. 1499.3 KLIN.